0: So welcome. Now, if you or your learning community are working to create a quality learning environment that feels inspiring and energizing for everyone, or if you're looking for new ways to really support student engagement, or simply trying to find ways to help your students work well together, this is the interview for you. Now, Dr. Susie Green is a leader in the space of positive education and positive psychology, I think internationally, really. She's the founder of the Positivity Institute, whose mission is to create a flourishing world. How great is that? And I'm hoping that this interview really helps you and your learning community thinking about learning, students, your classroom environment, and simple things you can do to boost engagement for everyone you work with. You're here. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So, Susie, what are the emotions that are so important to learning that we talk about? So we, we're working at Unleash Learning. What are the emotions we should be thinking about?
1: Well, today we're going to be talking about positive emotions mm-hmm. primarily, um, but it's really important to remember that all emotions are important. Mm-hmm. And as psychologists, We have, however, focused on the so-called negative emotions, Mm. and most of the research out of positive psychology is is on the benefit of positive emotions, like joy, inspiration, Mm. gratitude, hopefulness. All of those emotions, as you would agree, are absolutely crucial to a learning environment. But that's not to say emotions like fear, Anger or sadness are important because we need to have an appropriate sense of caution around approaching challenges. And I think I'm thinking more about uh, learning outside of the classroom, mm-hmm. perhaps in outdoor education yeah. environments. Uh, we need a little bit of anger or assertiveness, if you mm-hmm. like, um, and that also engages a sense of bravery to be able to have a go at. Uh, tasks or learning that perhaps we have you know some fear yeah. appropriate fear mm-hmm. around and we also need to be able to feel disappointment when perhaps we didn't get the marks that we wanted mm-hmm. or you know that we're sad with uh, our results
0: so you remind me because in unleashing we talk about the banking model and that it's not just in our head like learning so, happens full body and so what you're saying is we need all the emotions exactly but why specifically you talk about positive emotions That's a lot right. for learning. So what do positive emotions how do they what do they do to learning specifically yeah
1: an awful lot and mm. I think you know most of us intuitively know that when we're in a good mood mm. um, that we are we see more options we're more creative and there's a significant body of research starting in the 70s uh, which is now you know it's it's really reached a critical mass so you can't argue with the research so we know that when people are experiencing more positivity positive emotions they're more creative um, their visual perception broadens they actually see more in the environment which means they see more opportunities more options they also um, are more they're building more positive relationships so one of the most important studies that I've come across is to do with seeing people as similar or different to you. And so there was one study where uh, there were different groups, people from very different backgrounds, racial backgrounds, Mm -hmm. and they did a mood induction exercise. So they put one group into a very positive mood state, and they do that through music, uh, through imagery, uh, through weather sometimes, and then they put another group into a negative mood state through really gloomy, depressing music. Um, And then they put them into these groups with very different backgrounds. Mm -hmm. And they found that those that had been induced into a positive mood state, didn't see the differences Mm -hmm. they actually focused on the similarities between each other despite very different backgrounds whereas people that were put into the negative mood state very easily could see the differences. So you can start to see in terms of the importance of building those positive relationships, which are core in a a classroom, in a school, generally, just how important positivity is.
0: It's funny, because what you're saying is, we talk about collaboration and unleashing and how people work together and how to build community. And what you're saying to us, and we've talked to this forever, the emotional state will help prime that. So as a teacher, I'm not doing everything. I'm creating the conditions for that. That's right. right. So how can we, um, as teachers in our classroom, how do we, I love the word, uh, prime it. How can we prime our classrooms for more positivity, positive emotions?
1: Definitely. And um, I think there's two sides to this. So one is, which we've spent quite a lot of time talking about, is priming the environment. And again, there's lots of research on the impact of priming, which basically means setting up an environment so it primes for positive emotions. So lighting, uh, the furniture, uh, there's a lot of research on the impact of having plants, indoor yes, plants. Yes. We know that students, this is one specific study that had a view of nature or greenery outside had significantly higher levels of academic achievement uh, results compared to kids that didn't have a view. But please don't be concerned if you don't, you know, if you don't have a view uh-huh. of nature Uh, Some of the research has also shown just imagery, images, beautiful big pictures of flowers and greenery also seems to prime us for this positivity, which is fabulous. Mm. So there's that environmental component, but there's also who you are.
0: There it is. As the teacher or as, as a student?
1: As the tea and yeah. well, we know now from research that teacher well-being impacts student well-being. Yeah, Most and, of us uh, have uh, known right. this. And there is this contagion effect. So I think you know, my concern is sometimes teachers feel so pressured. Does that mean I'm gonna to have to be happy and positive mm. all the time? Mm. No, we're not saying you're yeah. superhuman. But there is, I guess, a need to invest in your self-care, yeah. to learn about the science of well-being. Yeah. What can you do to buffer and boost your well-being, knowing that it is is going to affect learning outcomes. You know,
0: we talk about this all the time, Parker Palmer says we teach who we are, and so if we want to really unleash learning, who we are matters, and that's why we spend so much time at Unleash Learning doing that. Definitely. And what I love what you're talking about is Mike. the way I create that classroom helps create the situation that this stuff can happen. That's so right. um, we're just about out of time, but this is my major question. So everyone always loves a tip, yep. um, what are like one or two of your favorite tips that you love that really help create some more positivity in the classroom, and let me just say um, how much we need more positivity right now. So mm. what are those ones that are not going to burn out the teacher exactly. that you think will just help give us a boost?
1: There's so many, will you? Yeah. Um, but my favorite one uh, is strengths, uh, yeah. and yeah. in particular character strengths, um, for those that are interested you can go to the VIA Institute um, and take a free assessment if you like. But Lots of schools here in Australia are actually implementing this approach, so it allows you as the educator and also the students to view each other through the lens of strengths, character strengths. And it's particularly important if you do have a challenging relationship with a student or peer-to-peer. Once you uh, introduce the language and give them a vocabulary around character strengths like bravery and kindness and leadership, you're able to then articulate that and we call it strength spotting. You're actually able to name it and say, wow, that." That strength of a kindness, when you shared your lunch with Jane, who didn't bring her lunch mm. today, can be really important. It's also a great way to look at potential weaknesses, if you like, mm. because sometimes we find it's a strength that's overplayed. Yeah. So you might have a child in your class that's really, really curious, which is great for learning, but sometimes they just ask so many questions yeah. and it might be inappropriate. We've all been there. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> Rather than sort of making them feel
0: bad for that, you
1: can talk to them through the lens of strengths and say, wow, that's an amazing strength. Mm. But in this situation, we're going to need to maybe wind it down a little bit and maybe wind up another strength. So it's a really great way to give feedback. And what
0: a great thing for students to hear about... What their strengths are, because so it. much of schooling is like you didn't do this, do that, and it's helping them just really thrive as people. And the, what does that do for learning? And also for the educators, yeah.
1: for often for the first time in their lives, they can look at themselves and see strengths that perhaps they didn't even realize I love they that. had. Yeah. I'll
0: put a link to the video on this. Uh, on this. So we've got a question for you. Thank you a million. <laughs> and our question for you is: What do you do? Or what does your learning community do, or is doing? To really boost positive emotions in either the classroom at your school, and so the best conversations we have are in the comments. So please add your comments, and Susie and I will take a look and even respond. Um, while you're there, if you haven't gotten the Ultimate Classroom Setup Guide, we're talking about the classroom, and it's a free ebook you can use. It's really scientifically proven for many of the things you're talking about Definitely. here. So check that out. So Susie, thank you. Thank you. I love and good what luck you do.
1: To everyone, thank you.
0: We are cheering you on, and we'll see you next time.